Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, October 20th, and we start with local news. According to emails obtained by Main Street Murray, Columbia Fire Chief Ty Cobb has requested an internal investigation into the city's response to the May 3rd Central High School shooting hoax, during which an alleged unauthorized individual responded to the scene carrying an AR-15 rifle in full tactical gear. The safety of my employees and the people of Columbia is my top priority. The email from Chief Cobb reads, Cobb declined to comment, citing the investigation. As previously reported, former Columbia firefighter Roy Brooks, who was terminated last year by the city, was indicted by a grand jury in August on the charge of carrying a weapon on school property. He was booked into the Murray County Sheriff's Office on August 25th on a $10,000 bond and released that day. Chief Cobb's concern for the safety of his employees may stem from two separate incidents allegedly involving Brooks and Columbia Fire Department employees. Both employees spoke with the Columbia Police Department about each alleged incident, but police reports could not be obtained through a public records request, and no evidence exists that reports were filed. According to a dispatch report made on July 2023, an employee reported a traffic incident to police involving Brooks. The report states the employee was leaving a friend's residence off of Nashville Highway when a driver, alleged by the employee to be Brooks, crossed over all lanes of traffic to turn next to him, causing people to go around the vehicle. The driver of the vehicle then made multiple hand gestures. Columbia police responded to the scene of the incident and obtained surveillance footage showing the incident. But while the employee did not pursue charges, there is no evidence any traffic citation or other charges were filed. In April of 2023, a similar incident was reported by a different city employee, which was recorded on video. According to the dispatch report's narrative, the employee was traveling home in his vehicle when he observed Brooks. According to the report, as he was on his way home, the employee observed former CFR employee Roy Brooks drive past him and flip him off. He pulled behind Brooks and was going home. Brooks continued down the same road, then slowly drove by the residence. The dispatch report reads... He continued down the road as the employee pulled into his driveway. The employee felt Brooks may have become angry when seeing the employee and went to the employee's residence to intimidate him. Employee did not feel anything would come from the incident, but he did want it documented in the event something occurred. The employee report, reportedly told police he was unaware of any laws were broken during the incident, but wanted to document the event. Main Street Murray also requested Columbia Ch Police Chief Jeremy Alsup's emails pertaining to the May 3rd incident. However, no such emails from Alsup were provided. Both Alsup and City Attorney Tim Tischer declined to comment, citing the federal lawsuit Brooks filed against the city in May. Brooks is scheduled to make his first court appearance on the weapons charge on November 8th. A six-story residential building with 4,000 square feet of commercial retail space is in the works for downtown Columbia. The Drake, which has already been approved by the City of Columbia, will be nestled on 2.78 acres one block east of the historic downtown square. The structure will go up at the corner of Woodland Street and East 7th Street. Bristol Development Group plans to build 293 luxury apartments inside the Drake. Each unit will be equipped with balconies, quartz countertops, stainless steel appliances, and more. Residents will have access to a yoga studio, podcast studio, pet spa, and urban dog park, pool, fitness center, co-working space that features locally sourced coffee, bike storage, and 24-7 package delivery. 
In addition to housing, the Drake will offer commercial space for bakeries, coffee and sandwich shops, and similar stores. Since the neighboring Williamson County strictly regulates residential growth through substantial impact fees and increasingly restrictive zoning policies, it is inevitable that any new development would find its way into Murray County and the City of Columbia in particular, Bristol Development said. The key ingredient currently absent from downtown Columbia is an upscale multi-family residential development to provide luxury accommodations in this thoroughly charming historic setting, Bristol Development Group also said. Construction for the Drake is set to begin later this year or early 2024. It's estimated to take around 30 months to complete. A bill aimed at increasing math scores for kindergarten through 8th grade students is scheduled to be introduced into the state legislature during the upcoming regular session in January. Created by Representative Scott Sipicki, who is also the chair of the Education Instruction Subcommittee, the bill would require summer school or tutoring for kindergarten through 8th grade students who do not perform well on their TCAP test or universal screener. Sipicki said the bill is not similar to the third grade retention law, a state law passed in 2021 which requires third grade students to repeat the grade or receive additional interventions if they determined not to be proficient in the English language arts section of the TCAP. Students that don't perform well on the TCAP test or the universal screeners, we're not going to retain them. But if you're not on track, we're going to require you to go to summer school to get the necessary help you need to get caught up in math, Representative Sipicki said. If you're still behind, then we will make available tutoring for you the following year when you go on to the next grade level, so you can continue to get the support you need and get on grade level, and once you're on grade level, to stay on grade level, he said. Representative Sipicki said there will be several components to the intervention bill, which would also require K-8 through math teachers to receive a statewide mathematics certification. Teachers would then be broken up according to their grade band, such as early elementary, late elementary, and middle school. Those teachers will have individual grade band level professional development that is targeted to how they need to teach and deliver the standards, curriculum, and information for the students, Sapicki said. You can't have the same delivery in first grade as sixth grade because it's a different level of math and a different level of student, he said. The final two components include seeking out how to best deliver mathematics to students pursuing educational degrees and reporting back to the Tennessee Department of Education to make any corrections to the program. Representative Sipicki said statewide math scores have been stagnant at around 30 percent for over a decade. According to the Tennessee Department of Education, the 2022 Nations Report Card from the National Center of Educational Progress found that 36 percent of fourth grade students were proficient in math, a four-point drop from 2019. Meanwhile, only 24 percent of tested students in the eighth grade tested proficient in the same subject, dropping eight points. Murray County Public Schools fared even worse. According to the 2022-23 school year scores review, the average percent of Murray County Public School students in grades 3 through 8 who tested proficient in math were all below the state average. To see how each individual school compared to the state average, visit www.murrayk12.org forward slash CMS. In recognition of National Lung Cancer Screening Day, Murray Regional Medical Center will offer convenient Saturday appointments for computed tomography, or CT, lung cancer screenings for those who qualify on November 11th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
National Lung Cancer Screening Day is in its second year as a partnership between the American Cancer Society, National Lung Cancer Roundtable, American College of Radiology, Radiology Health Equity Coalition, and the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. The goal of the initiative is to increase access to lung cancer screenings that help detect lung cancer in its earliest stages. Lung cancer is one of the deadliest forms of cancer, accounting for an estimated 127,000 deaths in the U.S. this year alone. Early detection is vital to successful treatment, and Murray Regional Health recommends screenings for those who qualify. Patients who qualify for a CT lung cancer screening may schedule their exam by calling 931-380-4044. Screening appointments are available at Murray Regional Medical Center on Saturday, November 11th for National Lung Cancer Screening Day, in addition to being available throughout the year, Monday through Friday. To qualify for a CT lung screening covered by most insurance plans, patients must meet the following criteria. Be 50 to 77 years of age have no signs or symptoms of lung cancer, have a tobacco smoking history of at least 20 pack years, that's one pack per year, one pack year rather equals smoking one pack per day for one year, one pack equals 20 cigarettes, be a current smoker or one who has quit within the last 15 years, and receive a written order from your physician. Patients who don't meet the above criteria can opt for a self-referral CT screening of the chest lung area without a physician's order for a self-pay price of $100. To schedule, call 931-380-4044. For those who are unable to attend the National Lung Cancer Screening Day event at Murray Regional Medical Center, Murray Regional Health also offers screenings Monday through Friday at Murray Regional Medical Center, Marshall Medical Center in Lewisburg, Spring Hill Imaging Center in Spring Hill, and Wayne Medical Center in Waynesboro. For more information, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash lung. On Monday, October 16th, the Spring Hill Chamber launched its 2023 Think, Shop, Explore Local Passport, presented by Groove Life, encouraging residents to explore the local community and its businesses through November 17th. Residents who collect at least 15 stickers from participating businesses will have a chance to win a grand prize featuring gifts from local businesses worth thousands of dollars. Empowering our community with a local passport program is not just about promoting business, it's about promoting community pride through local discovery, said Rebecca Melton, Executive Director of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. With the opportunity to win a generous grand prize from some of our local businesses, the Passport Program offers an exciting way for residents to explore the community's assets and make new connections, she said. Passports are available at all participating businesses in the Spring Hill Welcome Center, located at 5326 Main Street, Suite G in Spring Hill. The Welcome Center will also serve as the official drop-off location for all completed passports, A list of business addresses, a map with directions, grand prize details, and passport rules can be found at springhillchamber.com forward slash passport. The local passport includes 33 stops encompassing various local business types and community photo opportunities. This year's community photo opportunities include Spring Hill Public Library, Walnut Street Skate Park, and Cannon Hill. Participants can take these photos at these locations and share them on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag... SH Passport 23 or complete the entire passport to earn extra entries in the grand prize drawing. 
J.C. Ford, Fuel Total Systems, and GCP Applied Technologies will host 120 advanced manufacturing, mechatronics, and steam engineering students from Murray County Public Schools for a Manufacturing Day event on October 27th as part of a national effort to showcase the, re- the reality of modern manufacturing careers and connect with America's future workforce. During the lunch hour, sponsored by Murray Alliance, a team from Altium Cells will present to the students and they will have an opportunity to tour the Engineering Systems Technology Program at Columbia State Community College. The three manufacturers were selected to highlight the diverse industry opportunities available in Murray County. J.C. Ford is a leading manufacturer of high-speed corn tortilla production equipment. They also manufacture flour tortilla production lines, tortilla chip production lines, fryers to produce tortilla chips and corn-based snacks, and complete systems for processing corn into masa. Fuel Total Systems, located in the Cherry Glen Industrial Park, manufactures automotive plastic fuel tank systems and related automotive components, focusing on development, design, and manufacturing. JCP Applied Technologies is a leading global provider of specialty construction products technologies such as Preproof Plus, a waterproofing membrane that protects building infrastructure. The Manufacturing Day events have been coordinated via a collaborative effort between Murray County Public Schools, Columbia State Community College, and Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance. This is an increasing, I'm sorry, there is an increasing demand for highly skilled professionals in the manufacturing sector who can design, program, and operate technology. Over the next decade, manufacturers will need to fill 4.6 million jobs. Organized by the Manufacturing Institute, the Education and Workforce Partner of the National Association of Manufacturers, MFG Day, established in 2012, is designed to introduce young people and others in the community to the thriving manufacturing industry to change perceptions of manufacturing and highlight the high-tech and innovative companies that are solving tomorrow's challenges today. For more information, you can find it at www.mfgday.com. The current state of economic development appears to be in good standing, according to a quarterly report presented by the Murray Chamber and Economic Alliance. Murray Alliance President Will Evans presented the latest data to Columbia City Council earlier this month, discussing topics such as job growth, major pipeline projects, and economic projections over the next year. Starting off, Evans acknowledged a recent fantastic win for the city with the announcement regarding SGB Enterprises relocating its headquarters to Columbia, as well as expanding the company's design and manufacturing operations. The company specializes in designing and manufacturing procedural training systems like flight simulators, maintenance trainers, and other simulated avionics and control components for the aerospace industry, Evans said. They're investing $1.7 million to create 40 new jobs. The best part of this announcement is that it hits right in that sweet spot of our recent strike zone, which is high wages or high quality jobs, industry diversification, and appropriate use of site and infrastructure. Mayor Chaz Mulder added that a big reason SGB's announcement can be considered a valuable win is that it not only will bring new jobs to the area, but high quality jobs, which also pay well. Of course, we like job announcements of all kinds, and we certainly celebrate them. But in this market we are currently in, sometimes the quality is just as important as the quantity, Mayor Mulder said. It's just truly a win-win that should be noted. Columbia will certainly benefit from it, as well as the county as a whole. Evans continued, saying the city's current project pipeline remains strong, with a lot of current projects focusing on expansion of existing businesses. 
Everything is kind of on par, though the unemployment rate has kind of ebbed and flowed between low 3% to high 2% rates over the last two years, Evans said. The median rent is also up from $1,381 last year, though the home price has decreased 8% from this time last year. Nothing to be alarmed with, but that's where we have seen some of the most notable changes, he said. Join Murray Alliance for their next Breakfast with the Mayor event October 31st at 8 a.m. at Puckett's Restaurant on the Square in Columbia. For this session, Murray Alliance has enhanced their quarterly Breakfast with the Mayor event by featuring the City of Columbia panel discussion with Mayor Chaz Mulder, Tourism Marketing Director Kelly Murphy, and Development Services Director Paul Keltner. Tickets are $25 for members and include breakfast. You can submit a question or topic in advance by emailing it to nperry, that's N-P-E-R-R-Y, at murrayalliance.com. For more information, visit www.murrayalliance.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Martha Kinzer Lord, 81, passed away October 12th after a long illness. A memorial service for Mrs. Lord will be conducted Sunday, October 22nd at 3 p.m. at Williamsport United Methodist Church. Burial will follow in Williamsport Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Sunday from 2 p.m. until the time of the service at the church. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. Gary Ronald Willis, 71, a retired owner of Columbia Construction and successful cattleman and farmer, died Tuesday, October 17th at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Willis will be conducted Wednesday at 10 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Tuesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well. But we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have partly cloudy skies and a high of 73 degrees. Winds will be out of the west-northwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 44 degrees. For your weekend forecast, we'll have mostly sunny skies with a high of 80 degrees on Saturday and 70 degrees on Sunday. Overnight weekend lows will be in the mid-40s. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But Family First wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. 
and it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrelis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The Tennessee Department of Transportation's Nobody Trashes Tennessee Litter Prevention Campaign is partnering with Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee to offer a new Nobody Trashes Tennessee patch. Troops of all ages have multiple ways to earn the patch, including participating in litter cleanups in their community, coordinating their own cleanup in their neighborhood or school grounds, or through Girl Scout camp beautification projects. For Girl Scouts ages 12 and older, the Adopt-A-Highway program is an opportunity to earn both a patch and a roadway recognition panel for committing to quarterly pickups. Younger Scouts can earn a patch by completing Nobody Trashes Tennessee educational worksheets. Patches are provided by Nobody Trashes Tennessee and do not cost the troop or individual Scouts. Girl Scouts are dedicated to making a difference in their communities as reflected in one of our core values to put service above self, said Pam Self, interim president and CEO of Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee. By participating in a litter cleanup service project, we are also living the Girl Scout promise of helping people at all times. Girl Scouts are encouraged to participate in the upcoming third annual No Trash November, a month-long initiative encouraging Tennesseans to participate in cleanup events held across the state. Last year's No Trash November campaign included 95 events with over 1,300 volunteers who collected more than 48,000 pounds of litter from the state's roadways. This year, with the help of Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee, the initiative's goal is to remove 50,000 pounds of litter from Tennessee highways. In addition to No Trash November, troops may participate in community cleanups or coordinate their own events in observance of the Great American Cleanup from mid-March to mid-June, Keep Tennessee Beautiful Month in March or Earth Day on April 22nd of 2024. Our shared values make this a perfect partnership as we strive to prevent and reduce litter on our state's roadways and waterways, said Brittany Morris, TDOT Transportation Program Coordinator. By working together to improve and beautify communities across the state, we can make an even larger impact. All residents are encouraged to show their support for a litter-free Tennessee. To find a local cleanup event, visit nobodytrashestennessee.com forward slash events and join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. A group of international pharmaceutical and genetics companies announced Wednesday they will invest $80 million to create a scholarship and major genetics research program at Meharry Medical College to address the severe shortage of minorities involved in medical science. The New York-based Regeneron Genetics Center, United Kingdom-based AstraZeneca, Denmark-based Novo Nordisk, and Switzerland-based Roche are launching an initiative called Together for Change to address such inequities. Their investment at Meharry will include a creation of a genetics research center, the Diaspora Human Genomics Institute, and new educational programs to encourage Nashville-area students to study science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. This is not merely about minority representation in the fields. Research shows that minorities are underrepresented in clinical drug trials, a fact that may affect the efficacy of certain pharmaceuticals and limit the development of new drugs. Meharry Medical College, a historically black college, was the first medical school that accepted African Americans in the South. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. We've got an event-filled weekend this weekend with the return of Blue 32's Big Blue Pickin' Party. Blue 32's flagship event featured all sorts of featuring all sorts of, quote, junk and other stuff to explore and discover returns this Saturday to downtown Columbia. The Big Blue Pickin' Party will start off with its flea market opening at 9 a.m. Saturday, featuring, featuring nearly 50 vendors and artisans. The assortment of items includes just about everything from clothing to repurposed antiques, handmade jewelry, food, art, and more. There will also be live music and food trucks. Additional vendors will also be set up at the Columbia Arts Building, located at 307 West 11th Street in the Columbia Arts District. The Big Blue Pickin' Party is also happening in conjunction with Columbia Car Cars and Coffee's final event of the season, which begins at 8 a.m. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.